right on the side of us. You could, you could kind of see the thing moving through the woods. Uh, all I can remember is flipping the light on, and I see this creature, and I knew I knew in my heart, I knew in my mind, in the whole night, this isn't a man. And then this thing walks across the road, takes a turn towards us, and then leaps over a guardrail. Went to look forward, and there was a big black Squatch DTV, exploring the Bigfoot mystery each week with your hosts, veteran researcher, author, and TV personality, the Squatch Detective, Steve Culls, and from the Bigfoot Research Project of Kentucky, Chris Bennett. Sit back and buckle up as we bring you guests from around North America discussing the Bigfoot phenomena, but not without a few laughs, too. Here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. And good evening, Cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch DTV for today's date, October 30th, 2022. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective, Steve Coles. Well, we'll change the format today. I am not your host tonight. I am going to be, uh, I'm still recuperating, uh, but... Uh, we have, of course, my co-host, Mr. Chris Bennett, down there. Hey, Steve. And man. just below him is our guest co-host, Joe Snyder Hello. from the Western New York Bigfoot Investigation Group. And I want to say hi to everybody. I'm doing wonderful. I'll be hopefully I'll be back next week and uh, doing well. And uh, I'm going to get off here and let you guys do the show. So. <laughs> All right. Get to feeling better, Steve. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He'll be back to his old self and out in the woods and yeah. Doing that fun stuff, oh, yeah. man. So how you wow. been, Chris? Pretty good. Joe, you've been hanging yeah. in there, bud? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I was really honored that uh Steve uh, got a hold of me and asked me to do this. And I was like, Absolutely, man. He's like, You well, can promote course, your show. Man. And I said, Well, I don't know about that, but um, have to have you. Yeah. 
hey, why don't we do a traditional thing and we're going to hit the roll call? How about that? Yes, sir. And we uh, got, we'll uh, say hello to uh, Mr. Brian McMahon. Brian, good to see you, bud. Yeah. We got Angel Nolan. Angel. Patrick Cassidy, welcome. Uncle Bones, too. There he is. Hey. Uh, Frank Smith, hello, sir. Glad to see you. And Jay Fritz, what's up, you old dog? Good friend of mine. Uh, We got Mr. Fuller, Donald. What's up, Donald? Hello, sir. Welcome. And who else is in here? Stephen Barcello. Or maybe Barcello, yeah. Yeah, and hey, there's Leon, big Bigfoot Okanagan. What's up, Leon? Good to see you, bud. Mary Roller, hello, Mary. Arthur, good to see Arthur. There's Jen. Hi, Jen. Mr. Lee, three PO. Three PO. How's it going, man? Judy Wheeler. Daniel Weeks. Hi, Daniel. Well, we got everybody going Michael. through here now, huh? Cool. Uh, yeah, it keeps jumping on me, Joe. <laughs> I That's see all right. Haywood. Judy Wheeler. Yep, there's Judy. Mr. Haywood. There's Mr. Haywood. Hey, there's Nikki from Harry Manhopes and Hoobanks. Hey, Nikki. She had a fun show tonight. It was fun. It was fun. Sandra Piper. Doing... Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Jan. What's up, Jen? Brandy, hello. Bye bye, Stu. It says yo Joe. Yeah, he flew by so fast last night I didn't even see him. <laughs> yeah. Sugar Bridges. What's up, Sugar Bridges? Welcome. Sugar Bridges. <laughs> Welcome. DM Zabo. John, John Bush. Hey John. Uh, grasshopper. Hey, Grasshopper. Grasshopper. Well, cool. Yeah, I am I hope so we glad. Haven't missed anybody? They're sharing. Hi, Sharon. Uh, I think we got everybody so far. I think that's everybody. DM Zabo. Yeah. Welcome. Wow. DMZ so, Okay. If yeah. So, everybody. hey, man. This, 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 uh, this, uh, guest, uh, host thing, uh, it's pretty cool, man. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool. I think, um, uh, well, I, I'm tickled to death to have you here, Joe. Really am, because I don't know what I'd do uh, without Steve if I didn't have you here, because, uh, you know, I, I can't do this. Oh, <laughs> uh, sure you could, man. You got the personality for it. But uh, everybody, I think we got it. everybody in chat. If we didn't, if we miss you, it's not because we don't love you. It's just because it's kind of jumping around a little bit. But, yeah. But we want to say hello to everybody. Good to see you. And we're tickled Absolutely. to have you with us tonight. And smart people, too, man. <laughs> They're smart people. And I like oh, smart man. people. I oh, like yeah. smart people. Dude, our, our, our comes... listeners and the everybody in the chat, they make this show. I mean, they make the show. They come up with so many questions. It's like, Dude, everybody over here thinks out of the box. They're like, uh, uh, you know, they'll pop up, well, what about this? Or something like that. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, well, you know. <clears throat> the topic you wanted to talk about tonight, Joe. Well, um, 
you know, I mean, I've been, you know, well, among a group, we've been uh, we've been out there with some shows and trying to uh, show people about um, critical thinking and you know yeah. and etc. We've been doing those shows and and some of them we've called out outright BS, right? Um, so I, I got to thinking, you know, there was a few comments, you know, well, you know, some people are like, well, why, what's worse? Why all the negativity, you know? And I mean, of course I don't, I don't view it as that. I, I view it as trying to put out good information, but I thought I'd do something positive. There's some, a lot of positive positivity about Bigfoot too, man. So, yeah. you know, I thought about, uh, you know, what has Bigfoot done for me lately? Mm-hmm. And I can tell you right now, Bigfoot has done a lot for me. Now, it hasn't made me rich, hasn't made me famous, hasn't even made me well-liked. But it has given me a lot of good friends. Yeah. Half the people I know, probably now, I would not know them. If it wasn't for Sasquatch, I wouldn't know him. I wouldn't know him. I wouldn't know people like Steve. And, you know, in a short time, within, what, two years, I think, um, I feel like, you know, me and Steve become pretty good friends. Um, I'm part of the team with him, you know, and, and uh, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a good, good investigator. I mean, great guy, you know. Yeah. And and that and he's got really good taste too, you know. I mean, he knows, you know, who to call, you know, when uh yeah. he needs somebody to, you know, guest host. Got real good taste. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I mean, oh God, I can go down the list. I could. I'm questioning his taste of co-hosts over the past several years, but uh, other than that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then he finally settled on the right one, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I can go down the list: Leon Thompson from Bigfoot Okanagan, yeah. Uh, Nikki from Harry Manhoaks and the Hoodwinks, you know. Brent uh, Dill from Tall Ones. Um, it, it, lots of people, you know. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And I, the the list is actually pretty long. I mean, I'm not gonna, I, I can't sit here because the whole show would be, me, you know an hour and a half from now going, yeah, and Fred and Bob. Yeah. And- <laughs> I understand. You can't, can't mention everybody, but uh, the, the whole the whole idea is there's a whole community of good people that you've got to know Absolutely. because of Bigfoot. I can understand and relate to that. Absolutely. So that's one of the, one of the things Sasquatch has done for me. You know, I mean, I didn't realize, <laughs> I didn't realize just how lonely it was. Back when I was doing it all by myself, staying under the radar, nobody knew who the hell I was and what I was doing out there searching for Sasquatch, right? Um, about the only people ever knew or, you know, people that I would talk to that would tell me, well, yeah, I had an encounter or this or that. Of course, that wasn't like that to begin with. When I first started, I was just a little wee tad, man. All I was doing was running around the forest looking for footprints and trying to see if I could see a Sasquatch. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it uh, all the people, man. It, it, it's an amazing group of people that you can end up meeting, you know. Yeah. 
and um, and they're good people, man. And that's so that's one of the things, you know, Sasquatch has done that for me. Uh, it has enriched my life that way. The other thing it's done is um, it's given, you know, believe it or not. I mean, and I've spent a lot of time out in the forest, you know. I love camping, all that kind of stuff, outdoorsy stuff. Um, but it actually ended up giving me a new appreciation of the forest, too. Oh, yeah. And 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 I guess that's because in a way it made it it may it, it it then made the forest even more interesting than it already was. Well, yeah, it's certainly uh, an eye opener uh once you figure out that uh we're not alone in the forest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know what, even even before I ever encountered one, you know, just the thought and the fascination that wow, there could be this bipedal human ape type thing, man. You know, because back in the day, man, they were like the missing link, right? Yeah. Oh, man, Sasquatch yeah. is the missing link. Um, and that's before they realized that that linear way of thinking of evolution was wrong. Right. But um, everything changed. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, the 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 um damn man i just forgot myself i i just lost my train of thought again well, i mean just now nah, you, you you jumped on a good subject oh, there you oh know, yeah like, uh, when they when they so that was a thing, the thing just the fascination of it chris right. of something out there being might maybe being out there yeah, yeah it kind of gives you a new appreciation of the whole thing man you know it certainly then changes the just, way somebody views uh their wilderness activities, you know, uh, before I wouldn't think nothing about going into the woods camping. That's fine by me, you know, and still to this day, you know, I might do it in some areas, but, uh, if it was, you know, if I had my choice, if I go camping and go to sleep in a tent in a Bigfoot area or a place that had sightings, I'd rather not, you know, I'm just not interested in it. Uh, not that, uh, I'm afraid that they would carry me off cause they wouldn't, wouldn't want me. But uh, just, you know, don't feel comfortable out there. Yeah. Well, you know, and I've been in some areas where, you know, oh, I want to go camping here. I want to go camping here. And then when you get there, it's like for no good reason that you can think of, or at least in my case, um, it was actually this place in, in one of the state forests here. And. I was hiking up the trail and there was a place that was actually called grandma's camp. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, going camping in grandma's camp. But when I got there, it was like, yeah, I, I was uneasy. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah. no, I don't want to camp here. I, I don't want to camp. For some reason, I don't want to camp here. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Is that Sasquatch? Is it just me creeping myself out? Maybe the area yeah. was just creepy. You know, just, uh, you know, you got to kind of expect that your views on things have changed a little bit since uh, you had uh, an experience that was a little a, bit different a lot. than, you know, the average person. And uh, A lot. Um, it, uh, and that's the other say, thing, yeah. Ignorance is bliss. You know, it really is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But you know what, and 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 the, what you just pointed out, I mean, in 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 that way too, um, you know, 
that's what Sasquatch has done for me. Because since I have had an encounter with, well, that's the only thing I can call it. Somebody goes, are you sure it was a Sasquatch? And I'm like, what else would I have called it, man? I mean, it was, it didn't wear any clothes. It was, you know, like seven and a half, maybe eight foot tall. Um, and it was covered in long black hair. And, you know, I mean, what else are you going to call that, man? I mean, that's the thing, you know, that, that's all you can say, Joe, is uh, after you describe it to them, you just say, are you, and, and if they say, are you sure it was a Sasquatch? You can just say, well, what else have you got? You know, I'm all, I'm all, all ears. What yeah, I'm out of options, man. I'm out of options. Um, right after after you go, nope, it wasn't a black bear. I mean, well, I'm out of options then, man, because <laughs> you know. But uh, it's given me a new appreciation of 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 what actually is in life, right. you know. So that's another thing that they've that Sasquatch has done for me. Um, yeah. You know, it gave me new stuff to think about too. Like, I mean, it gave me new things and ideas, right? Like, I do podcasts yeah. now. Come on, man. Back when I started this, would I ever thought, man, someday I'm going to be on the internet on a podcast talking about Bigfoot and having a show and this and that. <clears throat> no, hell no. Hell no. But it's fun, right? So um, yeah. Sasquatch has brought me a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, there are a lot of a lot of positives. Hey, Mike, what's up? Tactical yeah. Bigfoot Research. Yeah. Oh, he said hello, Chris. My he didn't say hello to me, though. Arkell Salisbury Lockbeard. Okay. <laughs> hey, Lockbeard. Uh, yeah. Good people still come Mike, in. Welcome. Good to see you guys and girls. Yeah. I just wanted to say to Mike, it's actually, Mike, it's, it's hello, Chris and Joe. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was probably saying hello to Chris and uh, probably Emma and Chris in the chat room there. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I will say oh, hello to Mike anyway. Oh. <laughs> there he goes. Hello, Joe. But yeah, you know, Joe, I'm right with I you, like man. I mean, uh, Bigfoot has not made me any money. On the contrary, you know, it has lost yeah. me money. <laughs> I have it's cost in stuff. money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've invested in stuff that I normally wouldn't have invested in uh, because of this uh, this research, you know. And uh, that, that's one thing I haven't made haven't made any money off of this, but uh, I've lost quite a bit. But the friends, you know, I mean, it's not like you know I've got five billion friends, uh, but I have made a, a group of friends that are interested in the same thing that I am, and that is, yeah. you know. Uh, seeking answers, you know, to what the heck is this thing? And that yeah. means a lot, you know, and some of the guys like you has had an experience that can relate to some, you know, to some of the other people that it's like uh, had the same similar, similar experience. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you know, I mean, that's why I, I, you know, I still find, um, I still find encounters intriguing. You know, yeah. I mean, some yeah. people I know I've, I've, I've seen comments like, you know, it's like, well, I don't want to just listen to encounter stories and I get it. If yeah. you want to, you know, if you want to be an investigator or researcher, you're going to be doing more than just listening to encounters. But 
I like to listen to them because, you know, there are credible encounters out there. man. And I'm not yeah. saying that everybody's, you know, there can be people to make up stories or just outright just lie to you. But there's a lot of people out there, I believe anyway, you know, that are credible and have had credible sightings. And I like listening to those encounters um, and seeing what kind of, because that's how you, that's how you uh, form a correlation between, you know, what, you know, what are, what, what is, what are people seeing, you know, and then, right. you know, you put those common threads together, right? Right. So and to me, I think it's more important of uh, if you listen to somebody's encounter uh, and listen to the details closely and you know grab on really latch on to what relates like if yeah. you've had your own sighting or encounter or whatever uh and something happened to you something physical or you saw something and then this other person who has no idea what you saw or heard uh starts relating to you the same exact thing right uh you know that that really means a lot to me and that means well hey maybe these these two traits uh, could be related to these creatures because this guy heard something and I heard something, you know, the same exact thing. And, uh, you know, you start getting more of those, you know, and you get a third guy. Well, you know, when I, something buzzed my ear, you know, or just as an example, and, and it starts adding up a little bit like, uh, okay, this could be something that they do on a regular basis, you know, not just a one-off thing or, or maybe, you know, your imagination something happened to you yeah yeah well i find it interesting again too is is when i'm listening to these and i've heard a couple of them in the past uh in just the recent past um people that i don't that don't know me and i don't know them um yeah. and they're recounting a encounter they had and their description of what they saw and and I'm talking, these are actually, these are close-up encounters like I had. You know, they're like right. mere feet away, right? Um, and they end up describing something that comes incredibly close to the description that I give of Rasta. Right. Now, sometimes the hair is different color, but it's usually the same length as what I saw. Um, there was one encounter and I, I'm like, I, I, I think it's credible. I find it credible. Um, guy was telling about when he was 18, he had some friends with him and they were, they were near this Creek and long story short, I can't tell the thing like he did, but this thing was standing across the Creek from them. And the way he described it was almost the same dimensions. Um, as as rasta um the same kind of hair um description as rasta except for uh the hair on the one that he saw where he was at was a i if i if i'm correct he said kind of a um like a orangish uh kind of color mm -hmm. um but other than that, the way he described it and the face. Now, he no, he didn't describe the face that well. That's right. He said that he couldn't see the face very well because the hair was hanging in front of the face as well, which 
I found extremely interesting because that's what Rasta, I mean, his hair was hanging in front of his face too. Difference was I could actually see his face though. But apparently this one he saw had so much that he couldn't really see the face. But um, so I found that real interesting, you know, I'm like, wow, this guy's from, and I forget what state he's from, but, or was in, but, and I've heard a couple like that. They describe the same, almost the same thing as what I saw. And, and, you know, so when people, I mean, how do you explain that? People that don't know each other, well, they must have seen something, you know, and what they saw was very similar, you know? Yeah. Well, in most cases, you know, uh, people describe a, a similar uh, creature, you know, what, whatever it is uh, that they're seeing. And it's, you know, in, in each case, it's definitely man-like, uh, meaning it's standing up, walking around on two legs, and it has shoulders, uh, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. And they uh, definitely hairy. So we've got something walking around on two legs with shoulders, not a bear on its hind legs, because, uh, you know, you could see the snout. If it was a bear. Yeah. And that's why yeah. another thing. I think dog man is a lot of time the misidentification of somebody see a bear on two legs, I think. But now that's just a personal Could be. opinion too. Could be. I've not seen a Could dog be. man. <laughs> um and you know, and some of the people that are really earnest, like I mean, everybody knows how vocal I am about the fact that I lack and I, I love saying this because it is actually what it is, is I lack a belief in dog man. And there's lots of reasons why. First, you know, oh, yeah. being that there's no precedence for it in evolution whatsoever. There's no biological yeah. need for a canine to develop. But anyway, as as well, but yeah, and, you know, for people the, that are the earnest, biology, yeah, the biology for a canine on two legs doesn't work uh, right. because there's yeah. nothing to support. Uh, you know, it's got that backwards uh, <laughs> joint at the bottom mm-hmm. and that that would not support uh, weight. Yeah. For any for any particular yeah. amount of time standing on two legs, you know. Yeah, but the you know, people really who are he, earnest mm-hmm. that they've seen one, those people that are really earnest, that I have, well, you know, and I can say I've I've actually heard some that I, I thought no, they they really saw something. Do I think they saw a dog man? No, I think they mistook a Bigfoot for a dog man. That's where my mind goes automatically. Very possible, yeah. You know. Uh, that's um, the thing, you know, uh, with uh, some of these uh, sighting reports of the Bigfoot creatures, uh, they would have like a protruding mouth, uh, like uh, similar to that of uh, an orangutan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that very ma- well may be people mistaking that for a muzzle, you know, could be, but, uh, could be. Yeah. I'm, I've always wondered that about Sasquatch. I mean, we got it. Well, like I mentioned the other day, really the, the sure. thing is the task is all this stuff is fun to talk about. Right, Chris. But yeah, I mean, we still have to prove that it exists first, but, <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if some of them could be more pro prognathic than others you know maybe the shape of their jaw and the way they're you know i'm wondering Certainly. if that accounts for some of the differences I, I believe you know? it, 100 joe i think uh they may be look uh, their 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 looks may differ just as much as humans you know uh no two humans look the same you know of course unless they're twins 
you know. <laughs> but uh, well, uh, even you if got... you're talking about ancient species, Chris, I mean, yeah. like no, I, I imagine anyway. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. I can't say this for you know a fact because I wasn't there to see it, but I imagine like no two Homo erectus looked exactly alike. Right. No two Neanderthals looked exactly alike. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So why would Sasquatch, which we believe is a large primate of the probably the great ape group, just like the rest of us are, the great ape family, why wouldn't they have just as much variation? Right. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't expect them to be identical. They would. They would have a lot of variations yeah. of, of facial features and, and physical features too. But now some of the stuff would be the same, like maybe they'd all be hairy. Okay, but absolutely. Well, look at where they hair. you know a well, I guess down south, right? Down south they have a little less hair because it's hotter, because I know the ones in the northern climes seem to have the most hair when they're described, of course. I don't you know. know. <laughs> adapting adapting to adapting to a, a, a an environment, you know. That would it would seem you know, now I don't know that that uh, maybe someday after we have one in captivity or we have a body and they can start locating them and doing studies, uh, we'll figure out that their, their hair uh, quantity uh, or quality might might move or might be different yeah. from northern latitudes to the southern. Yeah. But uh, some of the reports, oh, you know, people talk about like they're they're furry; they have short fur or hair. And other ones is long hair, you know, like even yeah. on the arms, they'll have a, yeah. a lengthy hair. So yeah. it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I'd like to have one on on uh, on record. Well, uh, that we could actually check out. <laughs> right, <clears throat> right. Now, I would tend to think that they would have um, very similar um, to us. They would have hair lengths varying over their entire body, you know, like right. with Rasta, his hair was long on his head down yeah. to his shoulders and his, his, his hair on his shoulders was pretty long. Right. Um, but like on his bicep and it was shorter, you know, yeah. and then on his arms, um it looked longer on his forearm right yeah you know again so it was like it's 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 hard to describe i wish somebody had been there with me yeah to see this well, thing man it's hard to describe but yeah i mean i think i can i think i'm painting a good enough picture yeah um, well the, that's it. the thing you know there's so many different descriptions and, and people not too yeah. many people get a look at the face uh because uh yeah well, because a lot of them something. see them when they're going away, right? Yeah, a, they get a side, a profile view or the backside view, but very right. few see them right, you know, eyeball to eyeball, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, but but those that do, you know, will report. Some of them will say uh, the face didn't have any hair, you know, around the eyes or, or around the nose, and they could make right. out uh, a no the features of the nose and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then there's other reports that. Well, the hair was covered, you know, more or less covers the entire face. And uh, mm -hmm. they couldn't make out any features because of that. And so, yeah, I think 
just like people, you know, I think uh, no two would, would ever have looked exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing that's black here, done. It's, it's made me think about stuff that I would have never thought about, right? So, like, yeah. I've always kind of been into anthropology, you know, ever since I was young. But um, just the whole Sasquatch thing has made me even more interested in it. Uh, Donald says, how, how can we tell if they have less hair? We can't go off from any pics. Most are peritoneal. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Donald. Yeah, uh, good you point. You can't really tell, well, especially if it's a blob squatch. Yeah. Well, that's the damn thing about it, man, is that, you know, there might be some pictures out there that might actually be Sasquatch, but the problem is the picture's so crappy, you can't tell. Yeah. You know, but it might actually be one, but you can't say, well, it is, uh, you know. Right. Because I'm sorry, you are you don't know how to focus a camera or, you know, I mean, it's like, man, why can't anybody focus a camera? Well, you know, I, I, I'm sure it's. I'm it's no not good easy. with a camera, but I can what, focus one. That that's a question, though. You know, I believe uh, with all these game trail cams and stuff out there, we should be having more pictures of these things out. You know, and not yeah. the fuzzy, uh, blobby photos either, yeah. because you know some of those yeah. game cams are really nice. You know, you get like oh, absolutely, 4K absolutely. resolution or even higher now. Yeah. Yeah, the game cam thing, man, I don't know what to think about that. Why can't we get any on there? I mean, there may be – it just may be that, yeah, they're – now, the way I've always thought is, yeah, they're intelligent. I believe they're intelligent. Some yeah. people say they're smarter than us. They think they're smarter than us. I don't believe that at all. Um, I believe they're smarter than your average bear. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. They're smarter than a gorilla. Um, I think they're smarter than us in the woods in their environment. Well, yeah, they're I mean, they're more, skilled. they're more skilled. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, I with the game, but their intelligence level is enough that I really, truly, like, you can get pictures of bears and deer and stuff, and, and they right. sometimes look right at the camera, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's because they're not that smart. Right? Right. I mean... They're not as smart as us or, or other higher evolved uh, animals. Bigfoot is smart enough, I think, to recognize, even if he doesn't know what the hell the camera does, it knows it's something foreign. And hell, I don't know. Maybe it even saw you put it on the fucking tree. Oop. Yeah. Well, that's it. the thing. I think, uh, you know, I think we can both agree that whatever Bigfoot is, it's a primate of some type. Yes, what I and, think it uh, is. Right. And uh, primates, not only do they have intelligence, but they have uh, the ability to reason. Oh, absolutely. And, and, yeah. And by by reasoning, you know, I mean, you know, thinking and, and solving problems. And uh, this these rascals, somehow, uh, they're beating the game cams. And it's not because well, well they are they certainly people. are the skeptics will say oh there's not any photos on game cams because bigfoot doesn't exist well that's right. not the answer 
because nope. I, I guarantee you they exist, but uh, they're beating the camera somehow. So they either the guys that are placing these in the woods are just put, have incredibly bad luck or they're, or they're not putting them further, uh, further enough back in the woods to get any activity or the creatures are figuring them out saying, hey, that's a game camera. Don't go near it somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's beyond me. Yeah, well, like I said, I don't know if they if they know that it's a camera and will take their picture, but yeah. they know it's something foreign, and they yeah. know that you're putting it out there to point at them, right. and so they avoid it, right? I mean, right. I don't know. That may not be the actual answer. It sounds good if to it's me. Made, well, you know, they got to know. They got to figure out that that's not natural. That didn't come from nature. And if it didn't right. come from nature, yeah. it's got to be related to those old hairless, yeah. two-legged things walking around. Yeah. Right? It's it's weird. But, you know, on the opposite side, man, the people that are actually out there with video cameras and stuff, and they're actually yeah. seeing them, you know, even if it's from a distance or whatever, somebody should have caught them on one of those cameras by now. And maybe yeah. some people have. I believe some people have, you know, yeah. um, possibly. Um, I, not anything I believe some clear. people. I believe some people have got footage of them, but it was probably at such a distance he couldn't tell. You know, <laughs> right? It's you know exactly, but you know those somebody's <clears throat> should come up with with a good video, man. <clears throat> and it's probably not going to be me. Um, like I said, because I'm not. My money is on Matt from Central Florida Bigfoot, man. That guy's camera guy. He's a photojournalist, man. If anybody's got a chance of getting some really good shit, if he ever comes across one, I guarantee you he'll get some good shots of it. Oh, yeah. It ain't going to be blurry. It ain't going to be blobby. You know, you know you're going to look at it and go, holy shit, that's a Sasquatch. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, he's one that uh, got me, introduced me to gimbals, and I was like, wow. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. walking along with this camera, and, you know, he's just doing the bumpity bump, but that camera just steady rock solid i'm like oh man i gotta have yeah. that you know? yeah and see that's another thing that sasquatch has done for me it's introduced me to different people with different skill sets yeah. uh that can come in real handy and i can learn from them you know yeah. so that's another positive thing that's done um is uh it's made me want to get better at certain stuff right because when I was investigated by myself, I didn't worry about it, right? And I didn't have anybody to bounce off anything or anybody, yeah, to bounce off of. <clears throat> and nobody, you know, there to kind of, you know, help me figure out how to do, like, a proper investigation of something, you know. Right. Or even the first time I ever tried to cast footprints, how to how to mix the stuff and what consistency it should be. Right. So I didn't have, you know, any of that. But now, you know, I got all these people with different skill sets, man. You know, and and if if I need to draw on them, well, then I got this pool of people that I can draw on their skills yeah. or something. So that's another positive. About it's kind of handy knowing yeah. people. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you come it's up like, with, I guess. Uh, like <laughs> I guess. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying it's kind of handy knowing people if you like come up with a DNA sample or something other, you know, you make a phone call. Hey, dude, uh, I got a DNA sample here. Who who do I dig? 
who do I give that to or, or whatever? Where can I get it tested? You know, and they're like, oh yeah, you should talk, call this number here, blah, 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 or call these people. They're really looking for that. Okay. Yeah. 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 If I need some information, I can call Steve and go, Steve, you know anything about this? Or if I need to know something about cameras, I got Matt to draw, you know, if I got, if I've got some good, if I got some audio, I need analyzed. I got several people I can contact that are, that are well versed in that. Um, Curious scripted. Steve is, uh, is pretty good at that type of thing too. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Curious scripted is a genius dude. (laughs) He's pretty sharp. I'm going to break on him a little bit. So, and make yeah, some so of the greatest cool. videos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and if people haven't, anybody that hasn't been to his channel yet, you need to go and watch some of the stuff that he puts up, man. It's like, yeah. You want to talk about thinking about stuff in a way that you hadn't thought about it before. I'm telling you, you know, I say that at the beginning of my shows, but. If you really want to talk about thinking about something in a way you hadn't thought about it before, you need to watch Steve's stuff on his channel, man. He's It'll pretty cool. I love the scenery it. stuff he does too, man. He lives in an area, uh, one of the most beautiful regions in the entire United States, I believe. Um, yeah. Of course, that, that yeah. pretty much describes the entire Pacific Northwest, all that, all that terrain, beautiful mountainous terrain. Uh, it's just beautiful. I love it. Yeah. And like any yeah. any dirt road or any logging road you drive down, there's going to be a, a nice creek or stream at the end of it. And just there you are, man. You're in the, in the middle of nature. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, the, yeah. There's a there's such a, you know, once you, you know, get to get to know these 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 people and you, and you start gathering people around you. Um, that want to go about things in a similar fashion, you know, yeah. and yeah, I'm speaking of, of the people who want to try to conduct a, uh, uh, as scientific of an investigation as possible, yeah. you know, and there's all kinds of, you know, you know, the skills that different people bring to the table is awesome. You know, that's it. You know, and, and I think that's what it amounts to, uh, like-minded people, uh, working together to solve the mystery and uh, like steve came up with the with the the campaign to stop the wounacy and uh you know i really stop the wounacy i just yeah that that hits the the nail on the head uh if we're going to learn about this subject uh we need to be comparing notes uh, that are from the real possibilities not Okay, well, Bigfoot stepped out of the UFO and hopped on his unicorn and, and rode the Loch Ness, and, rode to see the Loch Ness monster yeah. in outer space. Yeah, Does that happened. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, you know, and there is some. Absolutely, there's some pretty far out stuff, man, and and yeah, as of now, that's part of what I do. I guess that would be the research part. I've. I always like to rather say investigator myself um, because that's what I like to be doing. I like to be out in the woods investigating basically. Um, But research I do. That's part of the research part is I, I've watched just about everything. 
right. you know, and I'm, and I, I make my, you know, judgments accordingly, you know, I, yeah. uh, you know, so look, well, when it basically comes down to it, Chris, if you can, yeah. what I rely on in order for me to believe something is true or real yeah. evidence, yeah, show me evidence. Show me evidence of Bigfoot getting out of a flying saucer. Right. And I will go, crap. Bigfoot got out of a flying saucer. Holy shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, just that's it. Just give me evidence. I mean, and that's for both sides. I mean, if if you're gonna say, well, a Bigfoot is, you know, coming around my house all the time, right? And he's taking, you know, you know, these vegetables out of well, okay, maybe maybe let's check it out. Let's see if we can get some footage Put a camera of this big yeah. bit that comes and borrows garlic from you or whatever, you know? Yeah. If you can show me the evidence, that's what it all comes down to with me is evidence. Right. I have no evidence. And so, I mean, if I come across it, I'm going to offer it up and say, well, here's some evidence, right? Yeah. You know, I, I... <clears throat> well, unfortunately, Joe, uh, you have uh, eyewitness testimony, which not going to mean anything to anybody but you. Doesn't mean anything when it comes but... to the scientific community, you know, yeah. and that's just the way yeah. you got to look at it. And yeah. it doesn't matter well, what what uh, other people may I... think; it's what you know. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, look. For example, I mean, I don't know. You know. At the expo, Steve had me get up and 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 talk about my encounter, which yeah. uh, I was really nervous because talking in front of actual people makes me nervous. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, and so like talk about the scientific. Yeah, Doctor Meldrum heard my encounter. Yeah. Now whether he believes I did or not, I don't know. We never asked. He never. He never said. Well, I don't believe that or. Right. Anything like that. Um, and that's okay because you know why when it comes down to it, again, I don't have the evidence that I actually saw that thing. You got my word that I've seen it. Right? It, Lots it of people matter. you got their yeah. word. And you know, for anybody else, like you know, you could tell me, and Joe, I ran across a Sasquatch the other day. And because I pretty sure that you wouldn't just bullshit me for no reason. Even if you didn't have a picture of that Bigfoot, I'd be like, wow, cool, man. And I would believe you. Right. Uh, well, you know, there's nothing. I was in the same situation. Those. Anybody could tell me I saw a Sasquatch. Yeah. And the first thing I'm going to is what I won't do. First thing is go, you got a picture of it. Well, the thing is, there's nothing to be gained by telling stories about Bigfoot, but you're going to find that a lot of people do. Wow. And absolutely, uh, when uh, you know, like I, I, because I'm in this area, and we do have some sightings. It's not like on a daily occurrence, and I don't have you know tens of thousands of people knocking on my door every day to tell me about their sighting. But when I do meet the occasional person, as a Hey, you're Chris Bennett, right? I said, yeah, yeah. They said, uh, you still do that Bigfoot show with Steve Cole? Yeah. 
Well, man, I'll tell you what. I had a sighting over here at so-and-so, and let me tell you about it. Okay, lay it on me. You know, I want to hear it. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> I will sit and listen to every word, and I'll even take note. Where was it at? You know, you know I'll put where on the map was it at, you know, and, I, and I'll mark all this stuff down because later on I might want to go looking around that area. Uh and you know you just got to take it uh, take it with a grain of salt. Now, if somebody comes up and tells me their Bigfoot story, and it starts out with, "I was out there and Bigfoot stepped off of the UFO," well, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to put much credit in that, you know, because yeah. I don't think the two are related, you know, and yeah. uh, that was probably well, a mental health issue more than likely. Yeah, well, then you're running into uh, the area which is called extraordinary claims require yeah. extraordinary evidence. Right. Um, you could tell me you saw a Bigfoot, and I'm probably going to take it your word, and I'm going to ask you, cool, what it looked like? Yeah. How much of it did you see, et cetera? Because um, I can, you know, I don't know. I don't have statistics to back this up, Chris, but yeah. I will bet you that. <clears throat> Probably about of, of the of all the credible sightings, um, I can I can or not even let's take out the word credible. Ninety uh, percent, I will say, probably of the people who actually have an encounter with a Sasquatch are people that aren't going to have a picture of one. I'm not talking about people that are out there saying, you know, that are on the internet, blob squatches, stump squatches, pareidolia, et cetera. I'm talking about normal, everyday people like in the chat, you know, us, whatever. They're going to be out somewhere in the woods fishing. Well, you know, not everybody runs out there with a camera or videotapes when they're out there, right? So, yeah. They're gonna run across a Sasquatch. You're gonna be like, you got a picture? Fuck. I'm not. I'm not a movie producer, man. I don't carry. You know. I mean, they're not carrying video cameras. You know, out there. Right. And I know people can say, well, everybody's got a phone with a video camera. But they do. Most people yeah. aren't gonna think of that. Well, right. Yeah, if it's in how your fast pocket, are you? You know. How fast, how fast are you on the draw? Is. There's Bigfoot. Can you get your there phone you out of your pocket before it's gone? No. Right. <laughs> right. You can't. Get it out. Hit the right button to get the camera. So, yeah, I think that a lot of people, man, I mean, a good 90% of, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to have a picture of the Bigfoot they saw. Right. You know, um, now there's some of us. Yeah. There's some of us that, I won't go out in the woods now without a video camera running. Yeah. Every time I go out, man, I got a video camera running. Yeah. Every time. I don't care if all I'm seeing are uh, freaking chipmunks and squirrels. Uh, the video camera's running just in yes, case. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, you know, in, in that case, you know, it's a, it's a good idea to always have something. But see, because you had your previous sighting, uh, now you know to be prepared uh, when you're in the, in the wilderness, in the woods, anywhere, and be ready to go at a moment's notice. Uh, to have that camera ready, boom, okay, gotcha, you know, gotcha. Okay, 
but the average person i'm hoping that's what it turns out like (laughs) well the average person who's out enjoying a a hike in nature or in the national park or wherever or going down Mm -hmm. a whole logging road uh they have no idea no thought about uh seeing bigfoot whatsoever and then all of a sudden they round a bend and then boom there's a big hairy thing standing in front of them or you know they're like what the heck? You know, yep. I mean, yep. uh, or crosses the, the, crosses the trail in front of them yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. 99.999, whatever percent of people it's going to be, they're just out there and they just have an accident. It's like, uh, you know, they, yeah. they wasn't, had no idea that there was even a Bigfoot in the world. And all of a sudden, yeah. pow, one pops up in front of them and they're like in shock. Uh, yeah. And then you got the guys that are out there looking for it probably on a daily basis who probably have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than they'll ever have of seeing a Bigfoot. Yeah, probably. I do think that they're, they're rare. Um, like I said, I, you know, I used to think a lot differently, but over the years, man, thinking about it. And then I'm like, I, I don't think the population is as big as a lot of people want it to be. I mean, I, I would love it. You know, I, I'd like to think, oh, yeah, there's hundreds of them in New York, you know, or even thousands. But that's not a realistic number to be thinking of, man. I don't think right. there's hundreds or thousands uh, in this state. Um, and I'd be surprised if their population over the entire continent is more than probably about 20,000. You know, um, I don't know. I couldn't even but anyway, to make a guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No but anyway, but it's so rare. It's and I think that's why, man, it's, it's really rare to come across one. You're either going to come across one most likely accidentally. We all know yeah. this, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it, you never get to see one when you're actually looking for one. But, you know, and maybe that's another reason i mean that's another reason why we don't have some real good you know everybody wants to point to patterson gimlin 55 years ago pretty much the only thing right but think yeah. about it what you were just saying about how fast it is even people that have cameras that are looking for them i mean that can happen so quick most encounters don't last like minutes at least not the ones i've found credible most of the most of the encounters they've lasted seconds seconds yes you know and uh, um that's not a lot of time to get something filmed right that's not a lot of time to get something filmed i i believe personally you know i believe that once these creatures realize they've been spotted by you or you know or they walk up on you and you're right there face to face looking at each other their first day, their first instinct is to book it. They're gone. Mm-hmm. They don't. Right. They don't hang around. Right. Yeah. But I think though, and this is just my own opinion, that if they're watching you, and they think if they think they're not, they've not been seen. They're they're observing you, and you have no idea that they're anywhere in the world. I think that's when you can get them to hang around some. But once, yeah. once they realize that they've been made, their cover is blown, 
pow, give me three steps, mister. You never see me no more. They're gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's, I think that's the only reason why, you know, I got such a good look at Rasta is because it was just, it was a, a surprise to both of us. Daniel Weeks says 1.5 seconds for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't very long. I mean, that that whole encounter that I describe, I mean, it takes longer to tell the encounter than right. the encounter actually took to take place. I mean, it was pretty yeah. quick, um, you know. And, of course, time stretches out, and, you know, you look back on it, and you go, damn, it seems like it, it was an hour, you know, but it was less than five minutes. I guarantee you it was less than that, probably less than three minutes, right. you know. Um, and, and when you're, when you're looking at something that big though, that seems like an eternity though, but it happens real quick. I mean, boom, boom, boom. And, you know, and, uh, next thing I know I'm back in my Jeep breathing heavy and my hands are shaking too much to put the keys in the ignition. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, it's so I, I think quick. You did real good with it though. I think you did real good with it. Oh. Well, you know, and that's that's the thing, man. I'll, you know, that's something, whether I can ever prove to anybody that Sasquatch exists. Yeah. that That's something I'm going to be able to take to my grave, man, no matter what, oh. right? And that, that goes for anybody who's had an encounter. Nobody can take that away from you. People might not believe it. Yeah. Some people might not believe it. A lot of people, there's a lot of people out there who will believe you. Some people might not, but they can't take that away from you, man. They cannot take that away from you, whether they believe it or not. They can't take that away from you. Well, that's you know? the thing, you know. Uh, if you have an encounter, uh, and you don't, you can't obtain any evidence from that. I mean, you know, unless you ran up and grabbed a handful of hair. <laughs> yeah, no. You're not. No. You're not going to take much evidence away from that encounter. Not physical evidence, no. anyway. And even if no. you were like lightning fast and you got your camera up and you took a picture or a video, uh, anyone in the, everyone in the world is going to be saying, wow, this could be Photoshop. This could be fake. This could be a guy in right. a suit. That, yeah. that photo and that, that, that video is nothing. It's not evidence. It's not yeah. evidence. I know you might think, well, gosh, if I could, if I got good HD video really close and I could get some good angles, you know, that would prove it. No, it won't. It will not prove it. No, uh, video alone. If you go by video, right, if we were to go by video evidence, then we'd have to say that we could argue that Godzilla versus King Kong really exists. You know, it really yeah, happened. Yeah. Um, it happened yeah. on screen, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've, we've already said, I mean, just video alone is not going to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'd have to have everything, video, the physical evidence of the hairs and the foots and the DNA, all of it, all yeah. of it. If um, you had, like, video combined with, like, DNA evidence, okay, mm -hmm. this is a video of the Bigfoot, you know, uh, uh, tripping the DNA evidence trap, and that's where it pinched his finger. Okay, <laughs> and, right. Okay, then you could use the DNA evidence you gathered to say, well, we got DNA of Bigfoot, 
and this is him leaving his finger in the trap or whatever, uh, the, uh, that, that might work. That might work. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, even, you know, as far as that goes, even if you have DNA evidence, well, what's that really prove? Yeah. Well, you're right. You don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. That's, there's no, there's not a type specimen on file. So, you have I mean, DNA evidence of some unknown primate. Unknown primate. <laughs> you know. We also have yeah, we also have DNA evidence of some unknown primate in the bones they found in the Denisovan uh, Denisovo sure. caves. Uh, that mm-hmm. there's an ancient uh, primate DNA that still yet to be identified. Nobody's identified what it is yet. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. uh, that. You know, we got we got proof that it exists, whatever it was, or it, it existed, because we had the DNA from the uh, the bones from the Denisovan dig. Right. But uh, we don't know what that is, and I right. think Bigfoot would be treated the same way. We have you know evidence of primate DNA, but we don't really know what it is. Right. Right. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I would think that you know. Um, their DNA is going to differ from ours, just like, you know, even though everybody likes to bring up the fact about, well, we're 96, 98% chimp DNA, you know, match and blah, 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 (laughs) which is true, but it also depends on what you're looking at too, when it comes to that DNA. Um, But like gorillas, but they're different. Chimps are different. So, you know, if if Bigfoot is a primate, like it looks like, um, and it's like of the great ape family, like we are, I think its DNA is pr- probably going to vary, you know, in the same manner, right? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a DNA guy. Um, I yeah. could be just talking right out of my ass right now. For all I know. Well, you know, they are. There but, are the. There are the DNA guys that could break it down with the help of a of a nice computer, and uh, identify all the strands and stuff, and say, "Well, this comes from that. This comes from that." You know, uh, and they could break it down that way. But uh, you know, they really don't have a uh, a type specimen to compare it with, so they can only guess what this came from or what it seemed like it would be from. But, you know, that's the thing, you know, for all this time, I have been on the no-kill reservation. And I've been saying, you know, know, if you want to see Bigfoot, great. Look at them, take pictures of it, whatever. But don't kill one, man, because there's probably not that many of them. But uh, I tell you what, here lately, I've just, I've been of 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 the mind that I'm not sure the no-kill is the way to go. I think maybe we need to have one on on file. I believe that the first one needs to be brought in so uh, we can have a specimen to to prove that they are real and they do exist, and they need to be you know left alone if nothing else. Up, oh, you muted out, Joe. Microphone's muted, bud. Oh, that's because my dog. That's my dog was barking, so I muted it. So. 
Uh, I have that issue with dogs sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'd hate to have to kill one just to prove they exist because, I mean, um, I, I figure eventually, man, eventually, and it may be a long time from now even still, eventually I think one's going to get creamed by a semi eventually. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, uh, that was so, that's been my hope for years. Yeah, that maybe yeah. one of them would stray across a, a interstate sometime or another. But yeah, and and I don't care how how superhuman some people think the Bigfoot is, and nothing can affect them, and you can shoot them and they'll walk away, dude. If a Sasquatch gets hit by a freaking semi truck with a full trailer going going sixty five miles an hour down a freeway. That's a dead Sasquatch. I'm sorry. He hit on, dude. He ain't getting up from that. You know, well, he's not getting up well, from that. And I, I think eventually that's going to happen, probably. Well, I, I have been hoping that one would turn up. Uh, they would find a body where one had uh, had died from uh, natural causes, or maybe even unnatural. Maybe had a fall or, or something. You know, uh, right. But uh, still, to this day, no bodies have shown up. Uh, None have been hit by cars. I mean, there's been the odd stories. Yeah, Mm -hmm. even here uh, in my hometown of Horse Cave, there's a a story of one got hit by a car. Oh, yeah? uh, Yeah. (laughs) And uh, these uh, strange characters came in, and, and they took the body and dug a hole with a backhoe and buried it deep and then uh later on they came back and removed the body and stuff like that you know mm. just more than likely i don't put i don't believe that any of that crap i, I think right. it's all just a story yeah bigfoot yeah that's kind of weird that uh, uh here around in my area i just i have never i've never run across any claims of anybody hitting one with their car that's kind of, yeah. Well, I mean, generally, but I think the reason why eventually, the way, the reason I say that eventually it's going to happen, it may be a while, but eventually it's going to happen is because, I mean, we just keep taking up more and more and more and more space, you know. Uh, we keep, you know, limiting the space that they can be in. I mean, eventually there's going to be, you know, so many roads that, you know, they're not going to have any choice but to be crossing roads all the time. Right. Right. You know, and eventually, man, I mean, yeah, I think one's going to get creamed by a semi, man. Eventually. Well, there's because still of that. lots of wide, wide open areas in the United States, and there is lots yeah. of wilderness that's not been developed yet. Mm-hmm. And it's got to, they've got to be, uh, mostly in those areas or else they would be found eventually uh, i would think so yeah they they are still you know sighted you know in some oddball places sometimes mm-hmm. and you know i wouldn't put much credibility in somebody seeing one in central park in new york city but you know but yeah. if, if, if you see one in the pine barrens or of jersey you know well that's <laughs> yeah that's that's a pretty good size area yeah i've never been to the pine barrens but I mean, I've heard descriptions of Pine Barrens. You know, I mean, I know yeah. what almost everybody else knows about the Pine Barrens that actually right. hasn't that hasn't actually been there. 
Um, so yeah, it seems like there's that's quite a swath of pretty deep wilderness right there. Yeah, you know. And I gotta tell you, man. Um, yeah, the whole thing about you know Jersey Devil and all that doesn't you know because I don't buy that. That's a that's a myth, you know, mythical made up story. And I get it. It's a good one. It's a good story. Yeah. But yeah. I, I gotta, I still gotta tell you, man. The Pine Barrens. Just the name sounds like I don't want to go in there. <laughs> um, and if I ever heard some weird, you know, Jersey Devil type scream in there, dude, I think I'd just faint dead away, dude. <laughs> And just like, I'm done. Well, you know, there there's some stories that start off with a really scary story. You know, for some reason, maybe they made a made up a tale to where they didn't want the kids to go in the Pine Barrens by themselves. You know, because of bears, really. But but they made right. made up some kind of tale. Well, don't go in there because it's going to be the 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 devil devil man thing or whatever. The Jersey Devil's yeah. going to get you. Jersey <laughs> Devil get you. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Could could there be Sasquatch in New Jersey? I don't know. Um, I suppose, like, hey, man. Well, like you say, um, depending upon what the actual population is of them on the whole continent, you know, we always say if there's if there's food, water, shelter, and you know, I go by the thing that if it can sustain a population of black bears. Sasquatch right. could live there too. Sure. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You have to think that uh, they would probably be smarter than black bears when it came to surviving because they have the a power of, of reasoning and to be being able to think, whereas a black bear would mostly. I'm not saying black bears are stupid, you know, but they rely on their instincts a lot to tell them what to do. You know, oh, absolutely. Rather than, absolutely. Rather than reasoning yeah. their way out of a problem. you know. And, you know, I didn't realize just how nearsighted black bears actually are. They're pretty nearsighted. Are they? I, I didn't know. Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm scared of bears. Yeah. I really am. <laughs> well, you know what? The bears up here and you know, now I've seen some pictures and some real, real ones. They're not fake. These are actual hunters that I know. Um, there's I, some pictures I've seen. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that the black bears here in New York got that big. Because uh, I've seen some pictures of some pretty big bears, um, yeah. black bears. And I'm like, wow, that's big for a black bear. Because most of the ones that I've ever seen, and, and I don't, I haven't seen hundreds or anything like that. Um yeah. But out of the times that I've seen a bear up here, and I could count how many times I've seen a bear here on one hand, um, they haven't, you know, they've been a fairly good size, but, you know, nothing huge. I'd say probably maybe 250, 300 pounds, you know. Um, and they're they're mostly pretty timid. The the males are, you know, the solitary males are pretty timid. They don't want to be around you anyway. You well, know. You know, I, we have bears, uh, black bears in Kentucky, and they're most of them are over on the eastern part of the state, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, more power to them. They're welcome to stay over there because they're <laughs> yeah. over here close to the middle. <laughs> yeah. And there's not very yeah. many around here. Matter of fact, you know, up until a. I think uh, maybe last year, or maybe year before last, 
somebody did uh, make a video of one going across the field here, just right up the road from my house. And I'm like, mm. oh, no, man. I hope we don't start having these things show up and start, you know, living around here again because they yeah. used to. You know, they this whole area has a lot of names. Like uh, one little uh, community is called Bear Wallow, you know, and stuff Bear like Wallow. that. Where there used to be a lot of black bear in this area, yeah. But uh, I guess uh, my ancestors here probably killed most of them out because they're not around this part of Kentucky anymore. Yeah. But yeah, you go well the here, eastern state. There, there are a lot. Yeah. Over there. Well, here in New York, there's uh, a population of about six thousand to eight thousand bears, and here in this part of the state, uh, there there's about maybe fifteen to 20% of that 8,000 here. And then the rest are pretty much in the Adirondacks and, and yeah. central uh, New York. So there's only about 15 to 20% of them here. Um, yeah. So it is pretty rare um, to see one here. I mean, they're here. I see the, I see their tracks and the scat more than anything. Right. Um, I usually don't see the bear that left the track or the scat. Um, the, the last time we saw one was uh, Sally and I were camping. Um, and uh, there was just like this little clearing on the other side of our camp. And we saw a bear, black bear there. Uh, she saw it first. And she was kind of just growling. She's at the edge of our camp yeah. staring. And I saw it out there and, it got I got excited at first, Chris, because all I saw was this black, big black shape, right? Yeah. And I was like, she, she was growling, and and uh, and then all of a sudden it, it started to get up, and yeah. I thought, oh my God, is this standing up? And I, of course, you know, yeah, Rasta, you know. Uh. But then when it got up, it just it was a bear, it was a bear. And it just got up on its haunches, you know, and it, it didn't stand straight up or anything. Uh, but it got up I've on its haunches and kind of, I, I know I've it seen hurt a lot her of bear. growling. Yeah, I've seen a lot of bear through like uh, the window of my truck or my car, you know. Yeah. I've seen them like off in the distance and that's fine by me, you know. As long as they're yeah. over there and I'm here behind my, my window, I'm fine. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, look at them, aren't they cute? Oh, look at that. That's great. But, uh, you know, yeah. when, I, when I lived in New Mexico, uh, I was fishing on, out of a creek, a little stream that came out of the mountains. And I'm over there minding my business, you know, fishing in this little stream and I'm not catching anything, which, okay, no big deal. I'm still fishing, enjoying myself. And then a black bear steps out of a bush and I'm like, oh, <laughs> what am I going to do? That's kind of you a know? surprise. Yeah. I had, uh, yeah, I had had a fishing pole but no gun no nothing i'm like okay uh you know well what now okay but uh you know i i think maybe it was probably just as scared of me as i was of yeah, yeah. really well black bears if you which, if you do that if you make noise and you hey bear you know yeah. go away bear make yourself yeah. real big and stuff mostly yeah. that'll scare them away mostly but you know if i was taking I'm not saying on that every city, single time if I was taking bets on that situation, on that? I would I would bet that I was more scared than it was. Do you think? <laughs> yeah, they scare me. Okay, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's because, like, I, all the time I've been camping, 
out here. I've never had a bear come into the camp. But and I'm glad because I don't want a bear coming into the camp. Right. Yeah. But it's it's kind of funny. It's like I don't want bears coming to my camp, but Sasquatch want to come in my camp. Come on in, man. Come on. Oh no. I, I wouldn't want them coming to my camp either. No. Bring your big hairy <laughs> butt on over here, man. Bring it on. Come on. Come on. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that would really um, but yeah, so but now bears are pretty easy to scare off. Now, you know, and, and if it comes to if you actually a black bear actually attacks you, then uh it's totally different uh, than with a grizzly. You don't with a grizzly, you curl up in a ball, protect your vital parts, and kind of hope he doesn't kill you. Yeah. With a black bear, man, you fight for all you're worth, man, when it comes to a black bear. I'll Do whatever what. it takes to get that bear to stop. Poke him in the eyes, punch him in the nose, anything. Yeah. I have got bad knees. I've got a bad back and everything else, man. But I'll tell you what, if a bear catches me, they talk, they say they're really, really fast. But if he they, catches they me, yeah, when, when he does catch me, he's going to be out of breath. I guarantee it because I yeah. am going to do some running. <laughs> yeah. The thing that worries me, man, is mountain lions, man. And they, I know DEC will say there's no population of mountain lions in New York, and I'm saying bull crap on that. Yeah. I think yeah. there is. I've heard one myself. Pretty damn sure it was one. <laughs> Molly heard it too. Um, and people have seen them and taken pictures of them. So um, That's the thing, you know, uh, that, that seems to be the common explanation is – the Department of Fish and Wildlife will say, oh, well, there's nothing, no information to suggest that there's a breeding population in this area where that one was supposedly sighted. Well, it doesn't really matter if there's a breeding population or not. If there's one there, it's there. You know, we don't know why it's there. Maybe it caught a ride off a semi-truck or something. I don't know. But, uh, you know, they, they, they these things happen. Uh, we had that situation over at Mammoth Cave. There was uh, people reporting a sightings of a, of a, a mountain lion in the, in the park of all places. Uh, well, that's what it was. It, they were catching reports of a mountain lion from different areas of the park. And, of course, the superintendent was just like, oh, yeah, you saw a mountain lion, huh? Okay, well, yeah. all right, you have a good vacation, you know. And just more or less just blowing them off. And... Uh, Finally, uh, like uh, he, he was either him or some of his employees in the main office over there where they took care of all the administration stuff. Uh, the mountain lion like ran across the parking lot, jumped on top of a car and jumped over another car. And they're like, you know, they're going to work in the morning. They're like, ooh, uh, <laughs> hey, that's a mountain lion. So they go inside yeah. and tell the guy, well, uh, they did finally put out a notice in the Park City newspaper, local newspaper there, and said, well, we've been getting reports that uh, there could possibly be some big cat activity in the cave uh, area. So if you're in the area, here's what to do in case you're approached by a mountain lion. And it tells you all these little, you know, keep an eye on small children, uh, you know, make yourself bigger, don't run away, you know. Well, yeah, okay, like who's not going to be watching their children anyway? But 
Yeah. They finally, you know, and it still wasn't an admission. Oh yeah, we've got them over here. It was just, there had been reports. So if case you see one, you know, keep this yeah. in mind. Yeah. Well, they're sneaky, man. They're sneaky. And uh, I've seen some scary videos out there dealing with uh, uh, mountain lions. Oh, God, uh, yeah. I saw yeah, that one of the guys. If you don't eat that porterhouse, I'm never getting your porterhouse again. <laughs> well, with those mountain lions, Joe, you go ahead, Joe. With those mountain lions, you don't know uh, if they're doing their job. You don't even know they're there until they've got their teeth sunk into the back of your neck. <laughs> yeah. Because those are... Those are surprise, uh, surprise hunters. They, they like stalk around, and then when uh, Joe's not not doing anything but minding his own business, checking out nature. Next thing he knows, he's got a mountain lion on his back with his fangs stuck in his neck. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I say that's the way I'm gonna actually. That's the way I'm gonna end up actually dying, man. Is because uh, said the, the the lion killed by. The car in Connecticut was said to have DNA from the Dakotas. So yeah. Well, you know what? That makes sense because yeah. from what I heard, when they were going to, I'd read something like should it have to be a couple years ago now, where they were actually saying that they were thinking or they were going to do a project. Now supposedly they never did it. But they were going to do a, pro a project where they were going to try to repopulate uh, the eastern cougar yeah. by importing western cougars into the state. Yeah. Because the eastern cougar hasn't been in this state for I don't know how many years now. Uh, it's been a long time. Um, so they were going to take the Western Cougar and introduce a breeding pair into here. Um, well, which there's not much uh, difference between the two species. They're yeah, but, almost virtually, vir virtually identical, but right. But you know, um, that's the thing. They, they really, they don't ask the general public about this first before doing this. And that's, that's a yeah. mistake. I think because I have yet to see the petition uh, that that's asking for cougars and mountain lions, whatever, to be imported so we could have a breeding population. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody well, wants one of those in their area. Well, the only thing, well, the reason why now is because, of course, here, New York State is, I mean, there's a lot of dairy farm, et cetera. You yeah. know, you would have, and there's no way to guarantee, like, even if they release them up in the Adirondacks, which is what they're would have done or probably right. did since there are cougars here. Um, you can't make them stay there. Right. right. I mean, you, you can, in a way, you know, there is, you know, I know there's, there's forestry people that make, you know, but if those cougars that you put up there and there's a population that gets, I mean, what's the, what, how are you going to stop them from leaving there and spreading out right. into the areas where yeah. the dairy farms you, are? You can't, that's right. You know, yeah. um, and that's the reason, I mean, this state originally had cougars. It was part of the environment. And, but the problem is now, you know, we have so much livestock now in this state. I mean, yeah, there's lots of woods and forests and stuff like that too. Um, but there's a lot of farms. So, 
It's the same way with the wolves. I mean, we have apparently uh, they they got a wolf here in New York. They tested the DNA and it was gray wolf. Uh, and we haven't had wolves in New York State in a long time. So, well, but I don't know if that means wolves, gray wolves are coming back. Where that one came from, I don't, I don't know. But well, a local guy uh, lives up Mufferville. Kentucky. He shot a wolf. Uh, it's been several years back now, maybe four or five years back, and or maybe even longer than that now. But uh, they were supposed to run a DNA test on that to find out where it came from, and yet nothing ever came out of it. Nobody, there was never, they had done a story on the, the Courier Journal in Louisville new, newspaper up there. And I contacted the reporter on it. Well, you know, is there any updates on this story? <laughs> Did they find out whether this was a, a, a wolf that had been in captivity and somebody had released it? Or was it, did it come from, you know, uh, Yellowstone Park or where, you know, where did this come from? Right. And uh, no further details were released on that. Hmm. And, but they made it a point to, to mention, oh, well, the, the teeth had tartar buildup, which would be, similar to a condition that it might have if it's been kept in captivity. That's interesting. Well, where did the yeah. come from? You know, <laughs> right. Right. You know, and that kind of, that kind of does segue into the back into the Bigfoot thing, because look, mm -hmm. if they, if they, if you get misinformation about these regular animals, right. Like, no, no, there's no cougar here. And there are. What's to say that, you know, I, you know, I'm not a conspiracy guy. I don't, you know, that's not where my brain automatically goes. Right. But what, what if they're like, you know, they know that there's Sasquatch here in New York, but, you know, oh, no, no, Sasquatch doesn't exist. It's like, yeah, but you know that they're out there, man. And you're covering it up. Well, yeah, it, it makes you think that if they have, uh, if you if if you have reason to suspect that they're obviously covering up a known animal like a cougar or a wolf, right? Then you would suspect that uh, it would be fairly reasonable that they would cover up a unknown animal like a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch, you know. So uh, it doesn't really. Uh, inspire much trust in our local authorities does it yeah <laughs> i mean not, it's just it's, not to get know. on the conspiracy theory you know bandwagon or well, whatever we don't, yeah i don't have yeah. any aluminum foil to put over my head or anything right but, uh, i i know they 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 did this they kind of covered it up at the mammoth cave national park because they didn't want to affect the tourism they didn't want people afraid to come to the park because there right. could be a mountain lion loose in the park. They right. want to keep those tourist dollars coming in. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of like he did in, uh, in the movie Jaws. Yeah, exactly. He didn't want to shut down. He didn't want to shut down the beach, even though he knew there was a dangerous <laughs> shark out there. That's a good comparison, Joe. <laughs> Got to keep the dollars coming in, man. We're not shutting this beach down for no sharks same way. We're not shutting these woods down for no Sasquatch. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that's funny though. 
I mean, yeah, you know, uh, like I said, my mind doesn't, but I'm only human, right? So sometimes a little bit that sneaks in there sometimes, you know. Well, you know, the, the thing is, you know, with those uh, mountain lions, you know, that's a known animal. And, you know, yeah. it's not like there have never been any in Kentucky. Sure, you know, we had population of them at one point. It's not like they don't. They say there's not a breeding population now, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, what does it matter? If, if there's somebody seeing one every now and then again, you know, okay, well, there's one here or there's one over there. So maybe they can get together and you know, work out something. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, one's male, one's female. Yeah. For some reason, they seem to be some, you know, some of them hanging around the state. So, you know, I don't know if we got a breeding population or not, but. Yeah, here for and you know, I, there's something I found out about cougars that I didn't know that sometimes, like, mostly we see cougars and they're solitary for the most part until it's breeding time. But actually, there's been uh, where brothers from the same litter will hang out together for quite a while hmm. with each That's other. Interesting. Yeah, I did not know cougars would do that. I saw a video that it was uh, there was three of them, and they were all males from the same litter, um, and they were all just hanging together, and they weren't solitary at all. So I'm like, wow, that's something about cougars that a behavior I did not know because we've always just always seen you know solitary cougar, but. Um, but yeah, that's how I'm going to die as a cougar. Cougar's going to get me because, um, yeah, if it does, the only, you'll never know it. You, they're the only be, big cat. No, I will because they're the only they're the only big cat that can purr. Yeah. They can actually purr, right? It's the only big cat that that can still purr, and that's what's going to kill me. Is one day there's going to be a cougar, and he's going to purr at me, and I'm going to be aww. Sweet little kitty, do you want some Robins? And that's it, dude. I'm done. Uh, well, I've always you want been a some cat pattern? person. Like I cats. love cats, man. I love my cats. You know, lo- love the dogs too, but you know, let's just just be honest. I'm really a cat person at heart, but I love the dogs. Once they get into your heart, you just can't. Uh, yeah, you can't not love them. You know. I'm very curious as to how Sally would ever react if she ever saw Sasquatch. And I don't know that she hasn't. You know, I can't ask her. (laughs) Hey, Sally, you ever seen a Sasquatch? Oh, she heard me call her name. Now she's over here. Well, does Sally like to roam around the woods when you're out there trekking around? Or do you you let her go looking around? Yep. I don't usually let her get out of eyesight. Okay, yeah. Um, but she'll go out ahead of me quite a ways sometimes. You know, I know one time I was going up this trail and she, she was ahead of me and she took a left off the trail into the trees, and she wasn't gone more than, I don't know, it was a couple of seconds, man. She come tearing back out of the trees. Back yeah. down the trail towards me, ran right on past. I don't know what the heck it was that she saw, but whatever it was, it scared. Her. 
She didn't want no part of it. <laughs> it could be. Could have been a. Could have been a bear. No, it could have been. been. Uh, Mick is the the eastern the eastern cougar. I some sure it's eastern cougar is definitely breeding along the eastern section of Canada and USA. They're just being driven a bit further away from the east coast. Well, that makes sense, Mick. It, it really does. You know, there are more reports uh, of, of those uh, around or around here yeah. anyway. Uh, it's not like um, not like a daily occurrence. I, I won't run up to the store to grab a cup of coffee or whatever and then somebody say, hey, man, did you hear about Joel seeing that cougar today? No, no. But every now and then, uh, uh, one of the guys maybe checking their game cameras or something says, dude. You got to see this. I got look at this. <laughs> and he got a picture yeah. on his game camera. Wow. Yeah. I got a bobcat on game cam one time. What? Uh, fine track. You got to watch them things too. Those things are mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They can be. Scary sounding too, man. I am reading the chat, Joe, so just bear with me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was too. Yeah, Trackway says my dog uses me as splotch bait. (laughs) I don't know, but she's a hell of a... She's she's good to have out in the woods, man, because she... Like, she saw that bear. She knew that bear was there before I did. She's a good early warning system for stuff. I mean... I did get that feeling, you know, you get that creepy feeling that hair rise on the back of your neck. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. like something, something's, something's here that shouldn't be here or something's yeah. close. that might be dangerous kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but she, she's the one that saw it first before, yeah. uh, before I ever knew it was there. Well, that, that's a good point too, Joe. If, if anybody starts going out into the woods and you start doing your nature treks or hikes for whatever reason, whether you're just out getting exercise and enjoying nature or you're looking for Bigfoot, want to have your own sighting or something. Uh, if you get that feeling and it feels like the hair standing up on the back of your neck, you need to stop and look around, take notice what's around you. Absolutely. uh, yeah, when you feel like the hair standing on the back of your neck, that's because it is. And and that that is built into your DNA. That's an ancient survival instinct. Yep. And uh, what that means is you something's going on. You need to check around, at least stop and give everything a good look, you know. See what's going on around all around you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, usually like you can go out in the woods, man, and there's you know, we've said it before, and, and uh, like, uh, I guess uh, it's like our friend Thomas Seenberger said before, you know, yeah. when when you go out in the woods, I mean, you've probably got hundreds of eyes on you, right? Because there's all kinds of animals out there. Right. You might not right. see them, but they'll be looking at you. But you don't, you know, like if you're getting looked at by a squirrel, you don't get that kind of a feeling, right? right. But if yeah. you get that kind of feeling, chances are it's a predator. <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, so you know, it could be a bear, or it could be a cougar, or it could be a sasquatch. Yeah. Who knows? 
you know. Well, but yeah, you, you you wouldn't want to think that it's Freddy Krueger or something going to get you, but you you ought to you ought to know right. that, you know there's something going on that it and that's right. your smack on the side of the head to say, hey, wake yes. up, uh, yeah. stop, and look yeah. around you. What what's around yeah. you? Where where are you? What are you doing? You know. Yeah. Because we do have that innate sense, because it could be that's a that's a good thing uh, to point out. It could be a person. Very good, yes. Mm-hmm. And a person that might not be up to no good. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. I'm gonna turn so. my camera off just for a second, Joe. But I am still here. All right. But, uh, I'm going to be turning my camera off. <laughs> Oh, finding the trackway said that that sounds so familiar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mick said that he'd volunteer to be Squatch bait for anyone, but no self respecting Sasquatch would be seen anywhere near him. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, the way dude. I feel sometimes. Well, that's the way I feel sometimes. Yeah, the thing is, you know, once you go out, start going out looking for them. I mean, even if you do the research, like you, you find the area that's had sightings and then you can yeah. break that area down on a map. Where's the water? Where are the high mm-hmm. spots? Where are the low spots on the terrain? Mm-hmm. You know, and you start working that area. You know, there's still not a guarantee that you're going to have a sighting. That's right. Or, or even find any evidence. Yeah. Well, right. Reason, Be- and I don't know why, but you know, I had in 2010 there was a hot area here, and it just dried up. Uh, I think uh, I do have some theories about why it dried up. I'll share that with you off off <laughs> off the stream sometimes, Joe. But areas will just dry up all of a sudden, uh, and there it'll go from being a hotbed of activity to Oh, nothing's going on here. Yeah. 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 Well, like I said, man, I mean, it's been over two years now and out in the area where I had the encounter, I mean, I still go out there and kick because I I enjoy camping out there, but I haven't seen or heard anything out there for a while. And I mean, I haven't come across anything that i thought were tracks or looked like tracks um not that i used to come across them that often but i mean at least i have seen some out there that you know that and a a good many of them i i'm i'm i can't go well that's 100 percent. but it looked like it was probably because there was an actual trackway even if it was just impressions right um so but i'm not finding that stuff either anymore well, so, I'm a big believer in uh, anniversaries. So <laughs> every March the sixth, uh, you know, I didn't, I wasn't able to do it this year. But every March the sixth, I go out to the specific area where I had uh, an encounter years ago mm-hmm. in 2010. And you know, it's not uh, never had a second one after that. You know, on uh, in that area. But uh, still, you know, if I'm able, I'll be out there next March the 6th. Uh, I miss this one, but, uh, you know, I'll be out there next March the 6th anyway if I can. Because, uh, yeah. you know, just on the off chance that maybe that 
time of year, that week or that day, they're in that area for a period of time. You know, maybe you get a chance to to have another look at one. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean that's that's a lot of it that I think some people don't do the these things. It's it's you can't well, and it's funny because I, I was about to say you can't just go stumbling off into the woods and, and run across a bigfoot. <laughs> but I guess you can because that's exactly what happened to me. But yeah, <laughs> I guess sometimes you can actually. But mostly, I mean, yeah, if you really want to to be able to, uh, you know, track these things down or find one or whatever, then, yeah, that's some of the stuff you really should be doing is, you know, you know, you, you find the areas where there's been the most right. uh, reports, you know, right. and you look for all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of there's actually a lot of research that goes into it. Oh, yeah. And before yeah. you even go to the in area to investigate you know there's a lot of research that you should be putting into it if if you want good results um but then again sometimes you're not guaranteed those results either as you mentioned that's right yeah it's all Um, about trying to find the best areas to look that would narrow it down you know uh for your time there, uh, what would be the best spot to look, the most common area they would be uh, around. And then, yeah. you know, maybe, it, you know, you could win, you could hit the jackpot. You might pop in there one day and like, voila, there's one right there. Okay. But, yeah. uh, you know, probably uh, more times than not, you're just going to go out and have a nice walk through nature. And that's okay, too. There's nothing right. wrong with that. You know, and, and it could be a total possibility. Um that there just aren't typically they maybe that's not an area that they normally you know what yeah. happened in my encounter could have just been just a weird random he would just happen to be in that yeah. area he was probably going somewhere else yeah. but he happened to be in that area he was hungry stalking a deer you know i mean i could read a yeah. lot into it but I mean, hey, Grasshopper there's... makes a good point here, Joe. He says, You'll notice Bigfoot sightings are all random. You won't find them, they find you. <laughs> well, absolutely. I <laughs> mean, people, there's a lot of truth in that, that all yeah. the time. And, and I tend to agree with that that, you know, um, most, most all the time, it's not when you're looking, you're actually looking for them. Um, yeah. If you run across one, um, it's either going to be that a situation where, you're both surprised um, or it decided that it didn't care whether you saw it or not. Um, Well, yeah, I I think they're mostly by chance. And I think that if you're watching like YouTube or whatever videos or something, and somebody has like daily, video of this is today's bigfoot encounter you know i would think that would that should be highly suspect because uh, <laughs> yeah. i don't think anybody's going to be having daily encounters and and putting uh video well, up on, on their this again is, this is the bigfoot i filmed today again you know yeah comes down to evidence man i have a hard time with people talking about habituation 
Right. Um, first of all, I don't think it's possible to do it with with uh, Sasquatch because even though it's a it's, yes, it's a primate, it probably shares certain behaviors yeah. uh, with other primates of the great ape family, including us, because yeah. um, we still have some behaviors that are very ape-like ourselves. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, I don't. Well, I don't, I wouldn't think it's impossible for a habituation to happen, but I think it would be highly unlikely because I. Yeah, but they're not a chimp and they're not a gorilla. That was possible with them. Yeah. But I just but, don't think is they don't want to be studied first off. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, and I think somebody much smarter than me, and I don't remember his name, said um, the thing about studying a subject, uh, it's or it's hard to study a subject that doesn't want to be studied. Right. You know, yeah. and if they're that intelligent, which, you know, like I said, I, I do believe they're more intelligent than chips, chimps or gorillas or orangutans. And, right. Um, you know, they they don't want to be studied. Um, I don't think you're going to have it. And if somebody who claims that they got them coming around borrowing garlic and asking for flour and all that stuff, and they know them, they know them and they know their family, the whole family. Look, dude, just show me the proof of that. Yeah. Show me that. And I'll be like, holy crap, you did it. You did it. Yeah. To have that type of relationship would, uh, that'd be awesome. Would it trust? It would it would suggest trust that there was a trust between yeah. uh, the Bigfoot Sasquatch and the human, and that's something personally I just don't see happening because I don't believe that these creatures would trust humans, and uh, no. so uh, especially I don't think they come around borrowing garlic, you know, whatever. <laughs> but who knows, you know, even. Uh, I've left uh, food out, uh, fruit and stuff in certain areas that I knew were hot at the time in 2010. And it was never touched. You know, and normally they, it wasn't bothered. It's not like uh, that there were, because there were no Bigfoot there. At that time, they were there and they in that area hot and heavy. But uh, the things that you would normally think that a primate would, would really grab up and snatch like an orange. Uh, you know, I, I left oranges out, and I thought, oh, this is going to be great. You know, of course, gorillas love oranges. Chimpanzees absolutely crazy for oranges. So a Sasquatch should, you know, they should be able to smell this from, you know, a long ways off and be attracted to it. No, no, not at all. Uh, had no interest in it whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I've done that before, and it took there. days. It took days before anything uh, even, and, and it was finally deer. I know that's probably what it was, yeah. but uh, the one thing that none of them touched, and I didn't understand why not, was cabbage. Yeah. They ate the apples, the pears. Um, I think I even put a kiwi out there, and that got eaten. A candy bar that I put out there got eaten by something. I don't know what ate the candy bar, but um, what is it pretty sure deer ate the apples and the fruit. 
Uh, but the cabbage, nobody. No, I mean, I figured something would eat the cabbage eventually, right? Yes, right. No, no. Whatever animals is out there in that forest, they was all cabbage haters, apparently. Because if, if nothing else, you would think you know the odd deer would come along and say, "Oh my God, that's cabbage!" You know, oh wow. Yeah, I thought the deer would eat it. They ate yeah. everything else. Yeah. yeah. Except for the candy bar. I think Sasquatch ate the candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, that is funny because, I mean, that could have been a raccoon. I don't know. I don't, maybe deer would even eat it. I don't know. But, well, you know, you know, the candy bar was in a wrapper. They would have had to get it out of the wrapper. Right. And I did find the wrapper all tore up. But, um, and I'm wondering, like, would deer, like, tear into a, a thing and eat a candy bar? I mean, I could see a raccoon probably doing it. Yeah. You know, when I did the uh, back in 2007 and 2008, I did the the 24 seven uh, recording project. You know, I had a remote camera and it was recording this site and I would bait that site all the time. And lots mm -hmm. of raccoons, you know, lots of possums yeah. and, and other animals. Uh, but uh, no Sasquatch, you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had I had cameras trained on that spot uh, for a while too. And the funny thing is, is the like I said, eventually the fruit got eaten and everything, but there wasn't a single picture of what was eating that stuff on those cameras. I don't know how that was possible because the camera was taking pictures. It was taking pictures of me, right? And but the that 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 fruit and the candy bar and all that got eaten by something, but I didn't get a picture of nothing eating it. No deer. Yeah. Nothing. But <laughs> look at this. Like, that's just weird. The producer would kindly like to kindly remind the host of the 10 minute warning. 10 minute we warning. Have, yeah. We've been doing this for an hour and 50 minutes, Joe. I cannot believe it. Uh, yeah. Well, time must flies, have been having man. some kind We're of fun because time has flown by. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, in and recap, the, man, I mean, so yeah, I'm not all, you know, I'm not all down on, that's not all I do is try to, you know, uh, uh, expose the hoaxers. Cause that's not really what I do anyway. I mean, if I yeah. see it, I'll call it out. If I see bullshit, yeah. I'm going to call bullshit. Yes, I will. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, there's also just so much positive stuff that Sasquatch uh, has has done for me uh, personally. Um, it's <laughs> what the producer would like to thank both of you. you boy, you can both bullshit. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we certainly so, want to thank our producer tonight. <laughs> yeah, I do, man. Steve, uh, like I said, man, Steve's been a, a, a fast becoming a good, good associate and good friend, man. Uh, we had a blast uh, at the expo, and uh, and afterwards, and that was really fun, man. So I'm looking oh, forward to getting out there again with him. Yeah, uh, in the near future. I hope Steve made some video of the expo. I'd like to see some of that put up on the channel. I enjoy watching. I know that there is a video. Somebody was filming it. So, um, 
to have to ask him. Uh, Judy Wheeler says, Joe, oh, 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 that's weird, though. That's weird. <laughs> uh, probably, Judy. Go, Mr. Cole's on the ball. Mrs. Cole's on the ball. <laughs> yeah, Sherry was up in here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Joe, I am... I am reading a lost in the chat again. Sorry. Yeah. They got a whole well, they always make such on. good. They always make such good good comments. <clears throat> Never heard of deer eating cabbage. Sweets, yes, cabbage. Hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, I would think you know, that uh, they I would eat they would like cabbage, I would think. I would think. I mean I I I've seen them eat lettuce. I mean, I know cabbage is different than lettuce, but still, you know, I mean, but I mean, you hear, you hear stories of, uh, you know, I, I don't know how true, how much stock you can place in them, but you've heard mm -hmm. stories of uh, Sasquatch eating what's called skunk cabbage. Right. So I figured if there's a Bigfoot out there, I mean, he's going to have to eat cabbage, right? So, yeah. But not a nothing new, no. nothing touched the cabbage at all. Well, I really can't blame them. I don't like cabbage myself. You know, first time I had an egg roll uh, at a Chinese restaurant, I thought they were like little burritos. I was like, oh my gosh, this is little burritos or something. I don't know. It looks great. Then I took a bite of one. I was like, oh my god, it's got something in it. What is this? And it's full of cabbage. And uh, man, you know, I really hate that stuff. Really, I love cabbage. <laughs> well, take it with corned beef. Yeah, maybe that's what Not I should have done, man. Maybe I should have thrown some corned beef along with the cabbage out there for the Sasquatch. Maybe would have ate it then. Never know. I don't Never know. know. Don't know. Don't know if they're meat eaters or not, Joe. You don't know. Don't know what to eat. You would think they would be, but don't know. Everything goes nuts for crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> the track says. I have heard that. Crunchy peanut butter? Yeah. Peanut butter, yeah. That's one of the baits that uh, people has allegedly used for these yeah. things. To try to draw them in. Well, everything likes peanut butter, man. Well, it makes a lot of sense because it's a strong, you know, has a strong odor, and that would carry a little bit. And though primate, uh, primates are not known for having a strong sense of smell, uh, right? Dude, I can smell a peanut butter sandwich from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it does carry its own smell with it. So, yeah. Oh, Judy. Okay. Now I know Judy meant. When she said that was weird, was the uh, no video to show what ate the candy bar? I know it's weird. It's weird. I don't have an explanation for it, other than you know I don't know why the cameras would mess up, but because they were taking perfect pictures of me every time I yeah. went out there. I mean, there would be pictures of me on the game cameras. That's why I know they were working. Right, but. Whatever came around to eat that stuff 
man. They never took a picture of it, apparently. Well, so, it is know, weird. It just goes it to show weird. you the game cameras is not where it's at, and I don't have any idea why it's not working. It should work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't really use at, them. They're getting better at being hidden too. Uh, yeah. Some of those companies are making them where they blend right into the bark of a tree, and unless yeah. you're, you know, when you're walking, now they've start using. Uh, they've started using game cameras at uh, the Mammoth Cave National Park uh, for the past few years. They placed them in strategic areas around the park for some reason. Okay. Now these these game cameras are off the normal trek that normal humans like would go like on a walking trail or something. These will be yeah. out in the woods where there's no trails. So, uh, but uh, those are really good. And uh, they're the they're the high dollar ones that blend in very well to the bark on the tree. Oh, yeah. three minute warning. <laughs> yep. Well, that's cool. Well, look. Thank you, chat. Appreciate we, you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's cool that you guys tune in to the guest host here. It's hard to fill Steve's shoes when it comes to this show, guys, but, you know, hopefully, it, I mean, it was fun for me. I, absolutely fun for me to do this. Oh, man, it's been a blast, and, uh, Joe. It's been been our honor to have you on here, buddy. Glad to have you. Uh, always enjoy talking with you. Yeah. And I love listening to and, you, too. And, guys, hit that like button for Chris and Steve, man. Uh, you know you guys like the show. If you like it, then please hit the like button. Um, and well, I guess I, I probably don't have to say to subscribe because probably everybody in the chat is subscribed. So yeah, I'm sure they but are. If you're not subscribed, subscribe to the channel too. And if while you're at it and you're subscribing, if you're not subscribed to my channel, you should probably do that too. Yeah, everybody remember to check out Joe's channel over Western New York Bigfoot. Check him out. Well, right. what? What days you do your show, Joe? Spiel it, dude. Spiel uh, it. Mondays uh, at uh, 7 o'clock, Sasquatch Random Live. And then Fridays, usually at 8 o'clock with uh, Joe S. Wait a minute, what? And that's <laughs> where we just cover all the crap in the life that yeah. makes me go, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Now comes the part where we throw hey. our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! <laughs> That's right. I love it. Remember, guys, what I always say, and I'll say it at the end of this show since I'm guest hosting, don't sweat the petty stuff. Don't pet the sweaty stuff. And we'll see you from the forest. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Hey folks, you've been watching Squatch DTV. Join us each week, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for the latest on the Bigfoot mystery. As always, we thank you for being our loyal viewers and encourage all to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Steve Culls. As always, have a great week. Stay safe. God bless and keep on squatching.